Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you ladies stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight for good and uncover your badass self. If you feel stuck and overwhelmed with all the information out there, I'm gonna be dropping five specific episodes a week to help you gain the clarity you need in order to rebuild that confidence, get strong, and heal your relationship with food so you can finally build the body of your dreams. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. Today we're talking about sabotage. So ladies, if you're stressing out right now because you're basing everything on how you feel and not how you need to do it or what you need to do, okay? So the reason why we're kind of talking about sabotage today is because This weekend and coming into Halloween, y'all are going to be sabotaging a lot. I'm just going to put it out there, okay? And the thing is, is that like the only way that you're going to catch it is if you can see it when it happens. Now, a lot of you catch it, but you sit there in like like this spot of guilt where you're like, oh, like, you know, I ate this and it's so terrible and I can never stay on track and all this kind of stuff. However, instead, what if you looked at it from a place of reflection? So instead of stressing out about how you feel because you ate a whole bunch of candy on Sunday or how you feel because, you know, Halloween came up and you ate all your kids candy, which like also just maybe don't do that. It's not very nice anyways. But when you're stressing it out on how you feel rather than looking at the actual facts, it's always going to be worse than it is. Okay. So the thing is, is like what we need to start working on is seeing things for what they are, not worse or better than they are. And so when you have this extremist mindset and you're thinking, oh, I'm all in, I'm all out. It's like, it's in everything guys. Like, Whenever you say I have an all in or all out mindset or like, you know, I always am so bad or I don't have any willpower or anything like that, it transfers into everything. And I'm not talking about like the little things. I'm talking about the big things. Like when you're like, I'm all in or I'm all out, it's with drinking or not drinking. It's with working out or not working out. It's having a treat or having 900 of them. It's going to work or not going to work. Or like maybe you go to work, but you're like kind of half-assing it the whole day. It's like, guys, when you're all in, you're all in. And when you're all out, you're all out. That's not really like, I feel like a lot of us use it as like a, like a, almost like a great personality trait where you're like, yeah, when I'm all in, like I'm all in. And then when I'm all out though, like I can't do anything. And when you identify with that, guys, you're always going to act in alignment with who you think you are. So when you look at like the weekend or when you look at like anything, there's a reason why, like with everything that you're behaving in a certain pattern. And the pattern is, is, or like you drink a lot or you don't drink at all, or I work out and then I don't work out at all, or I only have one chocolate bar or I have 500 chocolate bars. It's like, it's because that's who you've started identifying as. And so when you're also basing everything on how you feel, like there's so many guys, there's so many ladies and guys do this too, but so many ladies that just wait to like feel a certain way in order to do something. Like guys, if your kids get sick and you don't feel like taking care of them, you still go take care of them. If you don't feel like going to work, you tend to have to still go to work or you get fired because the consequences is like, who else is going to take care of your kid? Who else is going to pay the bills, right? The consequences is quite high. But when it comes to your own personal goals, you don't follow through with them. However, what is the price of not working out and eating healthy, nutrient-dense foods? Well, you might be sick later. What is the cost of not taking care of your like strength? Strength is something that's so underrated. Well, the cost of that is that like you might be too weak to pick up your grandkids or your kids. You might actually throw your back out opening a door. And whenever I like say these pain points, I always watch the viewer count go down and down and down. 
So anyone still watching this, I really do admire you because honestly, it's not something that anyone wants to think about, especially when like maybe you're not working out right now. I know it's not the nicest thing to hear, but like this was a reality that I came to terms with like a really long time ago that was like, if I don't work on my strength, like, so I'll give you guys a personal example. I'm super hypermobile. So whenever I do exercises and stuff, you guys will notice that sometimes like I don't really look like I have like a lot of muscle mass, which like I have a decent amount, but normally in my arms and stuff, when I'm doing exercises, because I'm holding the dumbbells, my elbows are normally extended because I kind of forget that I'm hypermobile. And so what happens is a lot of the times is like, that's not really going to flex your muscle really well, but it's also like, you can kind of see you're like, oh, that elbow looks kind of funny. You're like, that knee looks kind of funny. It's because I'm hypermobile. If I don't work on my strength, I always got hurt before guys. Like I was the girl that always had like the, the bandage around her ankle, the bandage around her knee, the bandage around her wrists. Like I was always injured. And it was because I literally like I could just hyperextend my joints. So if I fell or if something happened, it would always keep going. And then my ligaments and my tendons and stuff would be injured or I'd strain something or whatever. Right. So the thing is, ladies, is like, again, a great example is that if I didn't start working on my strength, that probably would have kept happening. Maybe I would have broken something. Maybe I would have had a more severe injury. Maybe I would have had to have more surgeries. I had to have one of my wrists because it hyperextended, right? So like the thing is, is like when you think about that kind of stuff, guys, like when you open a door and the wind catches it, can you brace your core or does your back throw out, right? When you go to reach down and pick something up and you stand up, do you throw your back out? Does your SI joint go out all the time? I hear that one all the time. Are your knees hurting you? It's not genetics, guys. It's literally just the fact that you need to strengthen it. So when you identify as certain things, you can be holding yourself back because you've literally made it like your life's, you know, like you've put yourself in this box, this little compartment of I'm all in and I'm all out. And so what happens is that like, oh, well, I sabotage. So now your reasoning is because when I'm all in, I'm all in. But when I'm all out, I'm all out. So that mindset is now not allowing you to pick yourself up and keep going. Because when you're all out, you're all out. So what does that mean? I'm not going to work out. I'm not going to eat healthy. I'm not going to go drink my water. I'm not going to sleep properly because I'm all out now because I messed up, right? Instead of being like, oh, when I make a mistake or when I fall down, I pick myself back up. How much better and how much faster are you going to move through your problems if that's your mindset? If you identify as someone who when they fall down, they pick themselves up faster and they keep going, how much faster are you going to hit your goals, right? So like you guys have a choice and this is the thing, like I think especially coming near like Halloween and stuff like that, ladies, you have a damn choice. I'm going to get kind of mad for a second. I know that's like not that scary or anything, but I'm just saying, right? You have a damn choice. And the choice is when you have a full box of Halloween candy, you can choose not to eat all day, be super stressed out, right? Because like sometimes we're just stressed or whatever, but normally when you don't eat all day, you're also stressed and go and eat some Halloween candy full knowing that if you eat Halloween candy without eating a meal, you're going to eat more than you want to and then feel bad about it and get guilty and like blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Or you can choose to make an adult decision, which is to go eat a proper meal before you go have Halloween candy when you haven't eaten all day. Am I saying that you have to like eat food before you go eat a Kit Kat bar? No, but is it going to help you? Yes, it's going to help you a lot right? Because like, think about it. If you haven't eaten all day and then you go eat something that's hyper palatable, you know, it's hyper palatable. It's a chocolate bar. It's chocolate. It's carbs. It's fats. It's delicious. It's really good. Right. And it's about this big. It's tiny. So if you're not seeing this, I'm like holding it up, but it's like, you know, a few inches long. And so the thing is guys is like, you can make the decision to go eat that chocolate bar. And you know that as soon as you do that, you're going to want five or six of them or 10 of them, and then go feel guilty about it. And then basically beat yourself up for not being perfect and telling yourself you have no willpower and all that kind of stuff. 
Or you can go eat a meal even though you want the chocolate bar. And because you ate, you're going to feel better because you've actually eaten nutrient-dense foods that are going to help your energy and they're also going to help your satiety. And then at that point, if you still want the chocolate bar, you, a grown-ass adult, can go eat one, right? Like, that's the thing, guys. That's the beautiful thing about being an adult. If you want a chocolate bar, you get to eat the chocolate bar. The beautiful thing about being an adult is also you can choose that you're going to eat a meal before you have the chocolate bar. And so the thing, guys, is like what I'm saying is, is like I do feel like sabotage at a certain point is a choice, okay? There is a certain point where like you know what you're doing. And like honestly, if you messaged me and was like, hey, Sam, you know, I've been doing really great with my workouts and my nutrition. On Saturday, I have a wedding. One of my clients actually messaged me this. And she went, I'm going to go drink my face off. And I was like, I hope you have the best time ever. Am I condoning drinking? No. But at the same time, it's her body. She's decided that she wants to go spend Saturday getting drunk and having fun. And she knows that on Sunday, she's going to feel like kind of shitty. And she knows that she's probably not going to want to work out. And she knows that Monday, she's probably going to start again and whatever, right? But that was her choice. That was her decision. And she made it. And she's just, that's what it is, right? So the thing is, guys, is like, that's different than going into Saturday being like, oh my God, I can't believe like I drank so much on Saturday and everything like blah, 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 blah. But it's like, you knew you were going to a wedding. You know how you behave at a wedding. Even if you don't want to drink, guys, and this is also where the all in, all out thing goes. It's like, if you weren't an all in, all out person, then you could go to a wedding and choose to have five drinks instead of 10 drinks and leave and still feel okay. And maybe like a little bit buzzed and have some fun and whatever. But because you're like, I have to be all in or all out, you're going to go ham when you drink alcohol. And then you're going to stop completely for like a week or two weeks afterwards. See what I'm saying? So like the thing guys is like, it's sneaky and it shows up into different little parts of your life, right? Just like perfectionism, just like in other things, when you align with something that is like a value in yourself, you will identify as that. And so when I'm like, when I fall down, I pick myself up faster or now actually something that I've really started to try and align with is honestly like, and I'm going to say this over and over again, maybe I'm just excited about getting it is the tattoo that I got on my wrist, which is I decided, which is like, I decided to make a choice for me. So what is my choice? And like every single time, I think it holds me very, very accountable at this point too, because it just is like the ultimate form of self-responsibility because I'm not blaming anyone else but myself. You know what I mean? So it's like, guys, you decided to go to the wedding and do whatever you did. You decided to like not drink. You decided to drink. You decided to eat seven chocolate bars. You decided to dummy your kids candy and then buy like new stuff for them so that they didn't know it was missing. Like you decided to work out. You decided you didn't want to work out. You decided that you were going to eat vegetables. You decided you weren't going to eat vegetables. You see where I'm going with this? And so when you guys take self-responsibility for everything, it's a lot easier to like come from a place of like change and growth and reflection. But it's like when you're always like, oh, I have no willpower. Oh, you know, I'm all in or all out or oh my God, you know, this is just how it's always been. You're not putting responsibility on yourself. And because it's not taking ownership, it is very, very hard to change. So every time you sabotage yourself, you're just going to be like, oh, it's because I don't have willpower. Not like, oh, I need to change this behavior because like this behavior doesn't serve me right? This isn't something that's working well for me. This isn't something that's helping me grow. This isn't something that's helping me get towards my goals. You're like, ah, I don't have willpower. So what's the point? It's like, uh, not really. You know what I mean? So when you start like changing these mindsets and going from that, it starts going from like, okay, I feel so super shitty about that. So you start doing the extremist thing where you go the opposite way. You're like, I drank like 15 drinks and I blacked out and like did some stupid shit. So I'm never going to drink again. And it's like, okay, 
how about we try for like half of that? Like, why don't we just like drink to the point where we don't black out next time? Cool. You know what I mean? And then it's like, we try that. And then it's like, cool. I did that. That's awesome. So now that I know that I can drink to the point where I don't get blacked out, but I still have fun. I might even want to like reduce that a little bit more because that becomes now your new baseline. And guys, it literally took me like over a year to like actually reduce the amount of alcohol that I consumed. It took me a long time. Like I low-key think that like if I didn't, I think I like actually was like kind of not addicted, but like I think we got some addictive qualities, which makes sense. Like y'all know the history of my mom and stuff. Like I get it, but I do think there's like some addictive qualities. So it did take me a long time. And I do feel this because like I know a lot of you guys do drink and like it's hard. And it's also a social thing and it's an environmental thing and it's hard. And that's why I'm using that example because I think it's a very like ingrained example. It's not really like chocolate bars where you're like, yeah, like I probably could just stop eating chocolate bars. Like, or if I eat a chocolate bar, I could probably just like stop having five. You know what I mean? I could probably have like one or two where I find with drinks because it also messes with like your inhibitions and stuff. It's harder to like say no once you have a few in you. And so the thing is, is like, I learned that like after five drinks, three to five drinks, depending on the type of alcohol, I'm a goner. I'm just going to keep drinking. I will literally pour shots for everybody. It's the best time ever. I'm like, let's fucking go. Like, we're going to like get super drunk. Like, I don't even think about it. Like, I just keep ordering drinks. Like, that's literally like where I'm at. And I'm cool with that. Like, as you guys can see, like, I'm not upset about it. It is what it is. Like, I've done some really stupid shit when I was drunk. Okay. Like nothing like, I don't know, just like actually just like funny and stupid and also just like really stupid and stupid. And like, it's cool. But like, the thing is, is like, I just don't want to be that person anymore. And I also don't want different opportunities to be potentially not taking like I don't get these opportunities because of it and so that's why like this is super super like I'm passionate about this guys because like when you really want to change something and you just keep doing it and you keep messing up and it's so frustrating because you're like I was supposed to eat really healthy this week and then we got takeout and I got pizza and I drank some beers and like what the hell is going on I totally understand it and so I just more so understand it from a place of one food but also like alcohol was a big one for me. So like, guys, it's not going to take like, sometimes it doesn't take like three weeks to get over this. And that's why also when you're looking at weight loss progress, you need to understand that sometimes the reason why you're not losing weight is because your habits suck. And like, just be okay with that. Like, that's okay. And so the thing is, is like, when you look at your habits, you're like, why haven't I been able to lose that amount of weight? Why haven't I been able to do whatever? Someone's habits who can lose like, say 20 pounds in I don't know, eight weeks, maybe they have a higher body fat percentage or whatever. And someone who loses like four or five pounds, sure, it can be metabolism. Sure, it can be activity level. Sure, it can be whatever. But they most likely also just have different habits or at a different habit spot than you, right? So like if they don't binge eat three times a week, they're probably going to progress a little faster. If they move a little bit more than you do on a day-to-day basis, if they like walk 12 to 20,000 steps a day and you walk three to six, Don't you think it's going to take you some time to go from 6,000 steps to 12,000 steps? Probably, right? Like if you're binge eating three times a week, it's probably because there's some emotional stress going on. And like, realistically, there's something in your life that you want to change. And like, I can say, I will say that because that's what happened with me and many others that I've trained also, right? And so the thing is, is like, it's going to take you some time to also get through that environmental stress or that stress you're going through in order to like stop binge eating and be over your calories every week in order to lose the weight. You see what I'm saying? You know, if you have no idea how to work out and every time you work out, you're skipping exercises and not telling anybody and someone else is working out and they're deciding to ask when they have questions about exercises, who's going to progress faster, right? 
So if you're sabotaging yourself in private and you are too, I don't want to say it's like an ego thing, but even just like a scared thing or whatever, we'll just categorize it as that, right? And you're not able to come up and be vulnerable and be like, hey, so like every night I'm kind of like just like eating everything, like just everything. And I know that I'm hitting like 3000 calories, like because I put it in and then I deleted it. And like, I just, I know it's not good. Like, I know that there's something going on, but like, right. I don't know if I want to deal with it yet. And I think that's the biggest thing. I think a lot of ladies want to lose weight, but they also don't want to deal with the shit that they got to deal with in order to do it. And I'll be honest, I wasn't for a long time and that's why I didn't lose weight, but I also didn't actively try and lose weight because I knew what I couldn't go through. Like I knew that I was like, I was like not in a spot where I felt comfortable trying to like lose weight. You know what I mean? So the thing is, is like when you guys like think about stuff like that, like that's also going to affect how fast someone progresses, right? Because like, yeah, if you're doing that every week, it's going to be a lot harder for you to lose weight than someone who's like kind of got some habits in place. And maybe you've been working on those habits for like six months, maybe even two years. They're like, yeah, I've just been trying to get like 10,000 steps in for like two years. I finally did it. Like, you know, I've been trying to, you know, eat more protein for like six months and I finally got to like 80 grams. Guys, that's all stuff that like takes some time. And so that's why, like, honestly, we don't post a lot of transformation photos. And it's primarily because a lot of the times it's more of like the habits and stuff that have to change. And when the habits change, that's when like the weight kind of just comes off. Like it's not, it's just a matter of like, what are your habits and are they serving you or are they not? And so going back into sabotage and all in and all out and all that kind of stuff, if you're identifying all the time as someone who's all in or all out, guys, like when you go drinking, when you go eat stuff, you're going to be all in or all out. There's no maybe, there's no sometimes, there's no like every so often, there's not like, oh, I ate part of it and put it away. Like, no, you're just going to eat the whole damn thing every time. You're going to have six drinks every single time. And so if you guys are watching this and being like, shit, that's me, like my bad, because that was definitely me. And like, I got triggered really hard when someone was talking about this. And I was like, y'all suck. And I like had to shut it off and then go watch it later, (laughs) which is totally fair. The first thing that I would say is like understanding that instead of like you're going one way and then the other direction is catching yourself when that happens. So like, you know, when you feel like shit because you drank all night and then you're like, I never want to drink again. Okay. I understand that I'm probably going to drink again. Next time I'm going to aim for like five drinks and no shots or maybe 10 drinks and no shots. I'm going to aim for three shots, three drinks. I'm going to aim for this is it. And like, that's all I'm going to have. And that's like, I'm going to like compromise with myself on that. And when you do that, you're going to feel so good because you're going to be like, yeah, I stuck to it. I knew I could do it. You know what I mean? There's no, no willpower. There's no like discipline. It's like, I just did what I said I was going to do. And I fucking stuck to it, which is great. The second thing I would say is like, if you guys are sabotaging yourself right now too, you got to look at your patterns, right? So, you know, when someone says something or stresses you out, or there's like a tough day at work, or maybe there's like this one lady at work that just keeps pissing you off and like, you got to deal with her a little bit more, right? Like what if you next time, like when you want to go grab like the bottle of wine, whenever I go, like if it's like the middle of the week and I start driving to the wine store, I now know it's because something has ticked me off, right? Something has stressed me out. That's what my reaction is. And instead of being like judgy and being like, you know, I suck. And like, why am I going to the wine store? And like, this always happens. Like, I'm just like, you know what? Like, that's what I normally do this time. It's going to suck because I want that glass of wine, but we're going to go for a walk down by the bridge. We're going to go for a workout. I don't want to work out right now, but I'm going to try and do 10 minutes of stretching and some cardio. I'm going to try and do something that actually helps me rather than prohibits me. Because again, if you guys have been listening to this again, alcohol is going to raise your cortisol. So when you go see like, you know, Miss Naggy Pants tomorrow, your stress is going to be even higher. Your cortisol is going to be even higher. 
So like if it's on this, you know, this bottle and this is where your stress is at, it's going to be like here by tomorrow because you just drank two or three glasses of wine. And so for the next three days, every time Miss Naggy Pants comes by and like, you know, knocks on your desk or whatever, pisses you off, you're going to be like, I'm about to like lose my shit, right? And then, you know, you come home, your kids say something, you freak out because your stress is like way up here. And you're like, it's because of Miss Naggy Pants. I don't know why I'm saying that. It's kind of funny. But it's no, it's because you're drinking alcohol in order to cope with Miss Naggy Pants. So it's like, it's all depends. You're just blowing something up a little bit more. And it's just because you're naturally like raising your like, your kind of like your chemical exposure to things or whatever, like with your hormones and stuff. So you just want to be mindful of that. So guys, like that's like the second thing I would say is like start noticing your patterns and then not being mad about what happens. It's like, be curious about it. Like don't get mad at yourself because like, what does that do? What like, you getting mad because you like drank too much on the weekend doesn't do much. Like, you know, maybe you like fell through a table because you're too drunk. And it's like, what does it do to be mad at yourself for that? Like, it sucks. And it's kind of embarrassing. Like, guys, to give you guys an idea, like we've gone to like London and I've gone to like, there's a, a chicken place right beside like Joe Cools and stuff. And I went in there and I demanded fries. I was like, I need fries. You guys don't like, I want fries. I want fries. So I went to go sit outside and like Mike comes out and he's like, Sam, this is a chicken place. They don't have fries, right? They don't have fries. I was like, that's stupid. And then all night I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I really want fries. Why are my fries not ready? Like, you know what I mean? Or like, you know, you go in and then you like get in a cab by yourself, like random shit. You lose your wallet. I've lost my wallet more times than I can count. Like, the amount of like government IDs that are probably floating around there out, like out there right now because I've lost like my wallet in a cab is like stupid. Like it's ridiculous. So like guys, I get it. Like we've done some stupid shit and it doesn't have to be like, you know, life-changing ridiculous stupid shit, but it's enough to be like, eh, that's embarrassing, right? So I get it. It's fine. Honestly, there's like way worse stories, but I don't know if I want that on a podcast just yet. And it's also 22 minutes in. So, you know, But um, I'm glad that this helps to hear. I just saw one of the comments and yeah. So like when you guys are sabotaging yourself or when you keep doing the same shit over and over and you're sick of your own patterns and your own shit, you need to start thinking about like, am I all in? Am I all out? Like, am I like doing different things? Like being a perfectionist? Am I trying? Like, you know what I mean? What am I identifying as? And then when certain patterns happen, you have to start stopping them in their tracks. So like it's the first step to be like, hey, I'm driving to the wine store because I'm stressed. It's another thing to turn the car around and go do something else because you're stressed and you know that's why you're going there. You see what I'm saying? So that's like kind of step two. And then I think once you get through that, step three is finding something permanently that when you are stressed, so when I am stressed, I go to the wine store. When I am stressed, I go for a walk. You know what I mean? You're rewriting that pattern so that you're not saying that you're not stressed. It's just the way that you're handling and dealing with your stress is differently. And it's also like in a more productive, like positive manner as opposed to something that's more destructive. Cool. So I hope you guys are having the best day ever. I hope this helps. I think this is going to be super helpful around Halloween because Halloween, all y'all moms just like dive into your kids candy and then you feel like trash. And I promise you it's like 60 to 150 calories. Like you can have a bag of chips. You can have all these things, but I'm just saying it is a choice to not eat all day and then go eat like 17 chocolate bars. It is a choice. So instead of kind of like putting yourself down and being like, oh my God, I have no willpower and self-control and blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, I made a choice and it was kind of stupid and I'm not going to do that again. So next time I'm going to do this instead. So reflect on it, make a game plan and then act on that game plan. And then that way you can rebuild that trust with yourself. And then when those like, you know, nuances or every so often kind of happen where you're like, you come home and you just like grab for it and you're like, shit, I did that again. That's something that I said I wasn't going to do. You know what I mean? You just like kind of get over it and then, you know, maybe go back to eating something for like a meal and then trying again. So it's all good. Okay. 
So I hope you guys have the best day ever. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mills Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.